You don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Yes, you are, Fauci, you fucking prick. No, I'm not. You're taking it all out of context. Take away those diamonds. I don't need those rocks. A second-hand car and a new pair of socks. I want liberty without conditions. Welcome to Chasing Descent, episode two. Now, this isn't the regular show that I do on a daily basis. This is a weekly show on a Sunday night with my friend John here, who is in a mobile home on um, very, very patchy internet connection from somewhere in France. And uh, me, Ben, I'm sitting uh, in, the, in, in the stud walled off room that I made uh, in my own bedroom. John's disappeared and now he is back. Yes, uh, I'm back. I have my I have my trusty router and aerial connection that I'm right. about to plug in. See if that helps a bit. Uh, this this is RV living, folks. This is RV living. Uh, well, well, welcome to the show. And um, yeah, it's been a week, hasn't it? And I mean, it's certainly been a day today. With I, I don't know how out of the loop you are on British politics today, John. Right but, uh, today. Today I'm completely out though because today I got up and it's Sunday in France, so yep. everything's up at half past twelve. Right. Okay. So we got up and we got everything ready because we had to go and get gas. So I needed GPL for cooking and heating the hot water and stuff, or LPG as we call it in Britain. So right. um headed off to the supermarket to get gas. Arrived there, and it being Sunday. They didn't have anyone in the kiosk on the petrol pumps. Right. So the petrol pumps are fine because the petrol pumps all take cards, but the GPL pump needs someone in the kiosk. So <laughs> didn't get gassed. So been doing that, then had to rush back because we were invited to a barbecue this afternoon. Went to that. Been back about two hours. Yeah. Sitting out the back with a few beers, chatting to the guy whose site we're staying on just now. Um, and that's it for today. I've hardly looked at Twitter. I haven't even seen the Grand Prix. I've been that much out the loop. So fill me in, big boy. Fill me in. Well, well, as you may know, the um, the COVID jabs were approved uh, for the 12 to 15-year-old age bracket in this country. Um, I think that was yesterday. Or the day before, uh, but we had Tony Blair on the Andrew Marr show this morning. Uh, he's released a paper. The Tony Blair Institute have released a paper, and we had Tony Blair sitting on TV, literally advocating and begging for medical apartheid, saying that we must now treat the jabbed and the unjabbed differently, and that the jabbed must be allowed freedoms and the unjabbed must not. That was on BBC Today. That was on the Andrew Marr show this morning. That was Tony Blair. Um, and I have felt very, very down and deflated all day because, you know, there are people and there are a lot of them that agree with him. And it's it's sickening. It's not just sad. It's sickening. Yeah, I'd agree. I mean, Tony Blair is, is basically a war criminal. So but there's no, no basically should... about it. Tony Blair is a war criminal. Yeah, he is a war criminal. So he shouldn't be actually listened to on any count. Um, I just don't know where Britain is going. I don't understand it. I mean, we we covered this last week when we looked at America. I think there was only three states left with mask mandates. Yeah. Everybody else is all fully open. Why is Britain still behaving like the sick man of Europe? <laughs> 
I mean, we're not even in Europe anymore. Why are we the sick man of Europe? I don't. I don't know. I, the answer. That's my genuine answer to to you, John. Like, uh, the the only answer is this isn't about a virus. That's the only answer at this point. There can't be any other explanation. I mean, um, Adam Brooks. I don't know who, if you know who he is. Um, yeah, he's, a, yeah. A, a, he's almost on the edge of saying it. He's, you know, I, I, we've been trying to get him to just admit it for, 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 for the longest time now, but he's so close to being on the edge of saying it. Like he tweeted earlier on. I'm just going through my tweets. Two seconds. Uh, I tweet a lot. Um, <laughs> he tweeted 92. This is for Wales. 92 cases in Drakeford think social distancing should remain indefinitely in Wales. This utter lunatic should be nowhere near power of that country. This is now getting more far-fetched than any sci-fi movie. It's ridiculous, right? That's what he tweeted. So I retweeted him, and I just said, uh, uh, oh, apparently nobody can hear us. What? Um, oh, yeah, apparently nobody can hear us. Give me two seconds. Give me two seconds. Uh, give Using me two OBS? Yeah, give me two seconds. How about now? Can you hear us now? Can you hear me now? We'll just wait two seconds. Oh, yeah, they can hear us now. Right, there we go. Right. There point. we go. Sorry about that. Um, I was still queued up from last night and had completely forgotten. So good evening, uh, everybody. Welcome to Chasing Descent, episode two. Uh, that will be on. Uh, John will have captured the intro anyway. At this end. Yeah. But, um, so so anyway, we're talking about Adam Brooks um, and his tweet earlier on, which said, I'll repeat it again. He was tweeting about uh, Wales and he said 92 cases and Drakeford thinks social distancing should remain indefinitely in Wales. This utter lunatic should be nowhere near power of that country. This is going it is now getting more far fetched than any sci fi movie. It's ridiculous. So I retweeted Adam. I quote tweeted him and I said, come on, Adam, you're so close. Just say it. This isn't about uh, about a virus and never has been. <laughs> so, come on, man. You know, if, if you're if you're at that point where you were saying, you know, this is basically a fucking sci-fi movie and it's ridiculous at this point, what other conclusion can you come to? And, uh, and we know, we know that um, uh, people like Adam are, are openly probably saying within their own homes, this is definitely not about a virus. But still, yeah. they're, they're just not quite ready to say it. Publicly. So no, no response from him. I take it. Of course, there was no response. No. Uh, no even though he follows me, surprisingly. Yeah. Um, hmm? uh, someone, someone, uh, someone responded to me here and said it'd be amazing if he said that. Then follow it up with because viruses don't exist outside the body, but that's a step too far for a shill. <laughs> See, I don't think that kind of rhetoric <laughs> helps personally, because we want to help these people along into sort of getting. Getting, getting into the sort of, I don't know, the path of whatever's fucking going on here. It's, how, how can we turn around and say this is about a virus at this point? How can we? I mean, we are currently less free, John, than we were last this time last year without a vaccine program. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the whole thing's crazy. I mean, we've still got people, normal people that are, that are still actually terrified to go about their normal yeah. life. Yeah, they're they're yeah, frightened yeah. to go out and do their job. They're frightened to do their shopping. They're frightened to mingle with people. They're frightened to mix with people. And yet we've got other people like you and I who've been wandering about for 18 months, yeah. licking door handles, 
yeah. and not coming down with anything. You know? <laughs> no, and you know, I'm the one that's, I'm the one of the two of us here that's immunocompromised. You'd have thought I'd have been in the mall yeah. months ago, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's fucking ridiculous at this point. Like, how? And these people, they don't listen to us when we're turning around. People like me, other sick people, like genuinely sick people. I know I ask, where are all the sick people all the time? But, but, mm-hmm. but you know, I am one of, I am a sick person, quite frankly. And, um, it's, it's we're all shouting we we don't fucking <laughs> we're not ill we're not sick i've been on planes i've been fucking all over oh i i i'm no no these people are stupid and that's all there is to it at this point yeah they've been completely taken in by mainstream media and i thought we were going well there and we've Lost John for a minute. He's um, he's just a freeze frame. Hold, hold on. I think he's back. Yes, I think I'm back. I think so, he's. <laughs> yeah. This is this is not going well tonight, is it? No. So anyway, as but, I but said, um, yeah, it's going. So the problem is they're all under the spell of mainstream media, and and what has happened is while. We don't have control of mainstream media. There is no chance of getting these people on site. So mainstream media need to pick up their game, and that's not going to happen, is it? No, and um, I don't know. I'm sure it was us that were speaking about this when I said people like David Icke, whose hearts might be in the right place, are very bad for the movement because of how the mainstream media can portray them, right? Yeah. So I'll, I'll give you an example, right? So I don't know. You haven't caught up on everything, but I, I, I guess you know who Piers Corbyn is. Yeah. So he he is currently holed up. Weatherman extraordinaire. Right, listen, Piers Corbyn is currently holed up in the HMV store on Oxford Street, squatting. Right? Oh, right. Him and a bunch of others. He's demanding a live TV debate on COVID and the vaccines. Um so he's he's squatting in this building. It, I saw pictures of it at midnight last night. Um he's in a squat above HMV in Oxford Street and he's not leaving. Um, he, uh, there were pictures emerged of him hanging a Palestinian flag out of the window at midnight last night above HMV on Oxford Street. Right, and yeah, the police like, don't don't confuse the message. I I, uh, I fully applaud what he's trying to do, but don't try and mix in something else with it. Let's but, just pick on one thing. But listen, right. So this is how the mainstream media portray this. I'm just going to read you the story verbatim as quickly as I can. You need to listen to some of the things that the Daily Mail has said here, right? So uh, Piers Corbyn was pictured squatting at HMV in Oxford Street and waving a Palestinian flag from its window as police were reportedly set to raid the premises. I don't think they have them. Um, a photo taken around midnight shows the anti-vaxxer holed up at the London site, which had been used to hold a protest against vaccinations and lockdowns last weekend. No, the, the site had not been used for that at all. Uh, that's a lie. Daily Mail. Um, Piers had been filmed shouting conspiracy theories for a megaphone during a demonstration on May 29th, telling passers-by they're meddling with your DNA, they make people ill and kill people in their thousands across Britain and Europe. You see how they're framing this, mm-hmm. right? They're, 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 they're framing Piers Corbyn, they're saying, he's saying this, he, Piers Corbyn crazy. Right? So yeah. He has been pictured against the now, uh, again, sorry, at the now-closed HMV premises, which is a series of protest banners and flags of Middle Eastern countries hanging from its windows. Reports say the police were set to raid the premises after Piers, the brother of former Labour leader Jeremy, had taken over as a squatter. Met police have not confirmed yet whether a, a, a raid has taken place. Listen. 
Piers Corbyn, 73, has previously claimed that COVID-19 is a hoax. He is close to footballer turned conspiracy theorist David Icke, who believes global events are decided by reptiles. This is what they wrote. Nice. Uh, do, do, do you see how they frame? This is why David yeah. Icke is bad for the movement. Because yeah, the mainstream yeah, yeah, media are, are able to frame him in this light, right? And even right. if his heart were in the right place, this is literally, he has nothing to do with this story. Nothing whatsoever to do with this story. But because Piers Corbyn and him have maybe spoken twice, right? yep. they're able to say he is close to footballer turned conspiracy theorist David Icke, who believes global events are decided by reptiles. That is, yeah. that, that's what that's. And instantly, that's got people's backs up, going, these people are nuts. And yeah. that's that's why, you, as far as I'm concerned, having David Icke, no matter how how in, in, in the right place his heart could be on the situation, having him up front and headlining a protest like they have done in the past is bad. It's because the second they do it, they can pick up on it, and then they said mainstream media goes, oh, David Icke believes global events are decided by reptiles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. And you need, you need what you need is people that were formerly mainstream and don't really have any skin in the game, so to speak, you know, pre prior to, to what's happened to speak up. Maybe a bit like, well, I don't know, what's Lawrence Fox? I mean, he's kind of, when he came down on the London mayor thing and everything, he was going in the right direction. Um, yeah. I mean, he was never going to win, and yeah, okay, he's a he's a he's an actor, and I I am the first to say I don't want people who play pretend for a living to tell me how to run my life. No, but but you know, it, it, he's a kind of figurehead that you could have used. Whereas you're right, Ike, um, and even to some extent, you know, things like um, remember what's his name, the old man in the chair, Vernon. Vernon Coleman. Yeah. You, you can't use him because of his past and the things that he's done. Um, I'm not saying he's done anything wrong, but he's been controversial in the past. And what happens is they pick up on that, exactly yeah. as they've done with Ike. I mean, the stuff that Ike said about Reptile... Uh, he doesn't say it anymore, from what I can he see. He doesn't. And when he came out with it, it was way back in, what, 40 not, years ago? The yeah, 80s? Yeah. Probably the early 90s. Yeah, right. So, I mean, it was a long time ago and people changed. Um, he obviously had some kind of meltdown uh, when he when he left his role as a commentator. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And and the press mocked him then. But even then, he was he was fairly good and was able to stand his own. And certainly when he was back on the Wogan show, I think 10 years later, he, he pretty much made mincemeat of Wogan. Um, so he's not a, he's not a daft guy, but... As oh, no. you said, that what happens is the media pick up on it and the populace only only really remember the things they're continually told about, which is, you know, David Icke thinks the Queen's a reptile and, you know, they rule the world. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. And, and that, the, after going the long way round in this conversation with both of us, is why David Icke is bad for the movement. Yeah, I agree. Um, and it's not his fault. Like I say, it's not his fault. And I've got I've got Alice in the chat here. Um, she doesn't like David Icke. She thinks he's he's an evil Luciferian, and thinks Lawrence Fox is the same thing, right? I, I you know I don't know either of these two people personally, so I I couldn't say one way or the other. I, I'll tell you what, I got attacked 
attacked, right? I got absolutely attacked this week on, on Twitter. I don't know if you saw for quote unquote being a shill. And the evidence that was being used against me was the fact that I had one picture of Lawrence Fox in a park, <laughs> right? And, I'm back. Uh, oh, did you go? Yeah, I was out for a second, but carry on. Right, so I got attacked on Twitter in the week. I think you did see people started attempting to uh, label me like a a, a, a part of the uh, part of the the machine and a shill and stuff like that. And they they used they used as evidence a photograph I had with Lawrence Fox in the park, right? And and a couple of these people in the chat right now are actually with me when that photograph was taken. We literally bumped into him and James Dellingpole. I asked for a picture with Dellingpole, and and Fox was just like there, so I got a picture with him as well. Uh, and that's it. I, and uh, yeah, that's uh, pe- people wanted to essentially accuse me of being a Freemason. <laughs> it was, it was, it was interesting. Okay. It was interesting. Did you make any? Did you? I mean, I'm sitting here just now, and I actually just looked down, and my fingers are like this. Okay, right, right, but it doesn't mean anything. I'm not sending subliminal messages to anyone. My fingers are like this because I'm frustrated about the, the call quality dropping left, right and centre and, and you know, the, the, the ridiculousness of you being accused of being a Freemason. I know, it's been hilarious. If I, been... If, if I did that on mainstream TV, I'd be, he'd be like, he's a shell. There he is, he's a shell. <laughs> <laughs> right, and, and you know what? People, people are obviously entitled to believe that I, but believe they're fucking batshit crazy for believing by such a thing. But they're but they're entitled to believe it. Um, and actually, one of them, we we had it out, at, at, and we apologised to each other essentially. But um, but that's not not the point. The point is there are still some people who would make that allegation, um, and. Um, I've never even fucking met a Freemason, for all I know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it's it's funny. It's it's funny. It's entertaining. It's it's. I, I have a role to play. The only role I have to play, right? If 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 sitting here and telling people to stop complying for the last sixteen months is having to ro- having a role to play in keeping people oppressed, I don't know what what that means. Yeah. Um... The whole thing's crazy. So um, tell me about Fauci's email leakage. I haven't haven't looked into a lot of it. However, we do Mm -hmm. know that Fauci's pretty convinced it was made in the lab. We know that um, Fauci has written in private to colleagues that masks do fuck all, so they shouldn't wear them. Um, Basically, we know Fauci has been publicly full of shit this entire time. And like the minute they were leaked, his his book that he's supposed to be releasing in November got pulled from pre-sale from both Amazon and um, and um, oh, uh, Barnes and Noble, maybe. I'm, I'm not too sure. But um, his book, $17 people were going to pay for this book, right? It's got 80 pages. 80? 80, 80. 80 pages. Uh, and is it a colouring in? But... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Take a bit read a book. But yeah, it, 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 it's it's it does it does it does point to the fact that Fauci knew, like Soran says in in the chat here. Um, it says Fauci knew that masks don't work and that ivermectin etc yeah. had merit. Yeah? yeah, he knew this, and and, and it, 
And there's people emailing him, right, thanking him for publicly um, denouncing the lab leak theory, when we all know it's basically, you know, thank you for moving the heat the other way, essentially. Um, it, it's it's all very, it's all it's all very suspicious. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Did we talk about the um, about the guys who worked for Harvard Uni last year? Uh, who the 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 professor who worked for Harvard University in the microbiology department? No. And how he was arrested at Boston Airport? No, we did not. Right. So. This happened in November 2019. Okay. Or early December. So Professor, I can't remember his name, but it, it's it's on um, it's on the UK government sites. So I can find you the link, no problem. Okay. So Professor gets arrested at Boston Airport, smuggling viral material out of the US. Right. His flight was to China. Wuhan, right. right? He was paid by the Chinese government. He right. was working for Wuhan and Harvard for the last six years or something like that. Yeah. There were two other people arrested with him who were his lab assistants and student. The student turned out to be a serving lieutenant in the Chinese Red Army. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Now this is all. This is all a matter of public record. Right. On, on the government website in the states, and the FBI were looking at it. Why has mainstream media never picked this up? <laughs> oh, dear, it's too early for the laughter to begin. <laughs> But it's a cracker, isn't it? I mean, it's a cracker. Sora Homesteads, this is like something out of a 007 film, isn't it? Hey, but how, how, how is it you and I that are sitting discussing this when <laughs> when not, none of the mainstream media has even picked it up? And this, this has been known about for years. I tweeted about this last year. Right. And nobody ever picks it up. Well, is it that they don't pick it up or is it that they throw it away? There's a difference, really, isn't there? Yeah, well, yeah. I can understand if there was nothing to back it up, but, you know, having that solid link on the government's website, yeah. their documentation, their court record. Um, in fact, actually, I need to chase it up now because there's a good chance he's been dealt with and sent to jail. Well, maybe. Yeah, maybe. so have a look at that. But, yeah, so... That kind of rings a few alarm bells, doesn't it? Well, I, I would say so. I would say that whatever was in those cases was heading to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. That's what I would say. Um, yeah. And uh, whatever is spreading around the world right now came from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, it definitely did. I'm putting my... Right, I'm going to go out on a limb here. And I'm going to say bats are innocent. I don't think bats had anything to do with this. No, 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 right. I do think bats had something to do with this because the gain-of-function studies that were being done at the Institute of Wuhan Virology were on bat coronaviruses! Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I think bats had something to fucking do with this. Well, I think bats and some really corrupt Chinese scientists had something to do with this. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm not a virologist, but what benefit to the world does gain of function studies have? Because the only thing I can I can pick up on that is that it weaponizes a virus. Biological warfare is the only yeah. it's, it's the only thing it could 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 do. So it, why it, is the NIH, i.e. Fauci, funding it? I don't, and then publicly denying it, but now we know that they definitely did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the Melinda and Bill Foundation. Well, hold on. I'll try and do my worst ever Fauci impression. Oh, no, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Yes, you are, Fauci, you fucking prick. No, I'm not. You're taking it all out of context. Shut up, Fauci, you prick. That wasn't bad. It got better towards the end. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So, what's next? What's the next topic? What's the next topic? I want to know. You said you've got some stories about uh, uh, RV troubles. So, had I had the puncture? Yes, we saw. Had I had the puncture the last time? The puncture and the tire? No. Yeah. All right. So I had that. Um, so, what else has happened? So, it's getting, it's getting. It's getting tight now because there's there's four of us in, in this RV and okay it's eight point one meters long, but it's quite it's quite a cramped environment. So we're now starting to get on top of each other. So if we were heading to Mars, this would only be week two, and yeah. we'd be you know starting to snipe each other already. So I'd, I'd be quite worried about traveling to Mars for months in a tin can, um, and and we actually do get the opportunity to step outside. Um, so we're looking. We're looking for houses at the moment. Um, we we think we might rent initially to get us out of the RV because it's too hot. It's like, I mean, today was like 27, 28 degrees. I mean, and I can see you've got the top buttons undone there. You've got some chest on show. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, oh, believe me, it's fine. Female viewers, I'm sorry, I'll turn it out. <laughs> my viewers are the most my, my viewers are the most lowbrow people you could ever meet. Right? They don't give two shits. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've been living in shorts now for a week because it's there is getting warm. It's been brilliant though. We have gone to some fantastic places and um, we've been around. Um I did tell you though, so I told you about getting the puncture repaired the last time then and getting no charges on it. Yeah. yeah. He's gone dead again. He's disappeared again. <sighs> Look, I'm up here in the corner. We ended up coming out of a restaurant without him. We can, we can sort of hear him. Oh, what's uh, happened? He's back. He's back, ladies and gentlemen. God, what is going on here? This is terrible. So since, since the last time I spoke to you, I have travelled 600 kilometres or something. So right. we've relocated to another part of France, and obviously the signal here is shite. Yeah. Um, so I will endeavour to to assist on that before we meet again. Um, as I said, we're looking to rent in the short term to get somewhere to put down some roots, and then we're looking to maybe buy a property that we can do up. Um, things are really cheap here in France when it comes to property. Everything else, everything else apart from wine. What's what's else is less expensive, but wine is very expensive. Uh, is very cheap. So everything else, 
apart from wine and property, is expensive. So it costs you a fortune to live in France. Well, I know yeah. that, right? Because every time I go over there, I make sure I fill my tank brim in Folkestone so that I can at least get back without having to re- refill it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because I think, the well, diesel's about one thirty, about one thirty-five. So that's one euro thirty-five cents at the moment. Yeah. Over here. So it's probably on a par with the UK. For I don't once. Know. Yeah. Uh, it's it's um it's 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 like being back in the eighties. People are people are really laid back. Um, there's a big expat community where we are just now, and you know we, we're meeting people all the time. And I I was invited out to barbecue this afternoon, so that's why I'm probably slightly less coherent than I am normally because I had a few beers. I'll be honest. I was going to say he's half cut once again. This is this is yeah, becoming, this is becoming a theme of the show, isn't it? As um, being Scottish, it doesn't help because the sound half cut anyway before I even start yes, speaking. You do. I mean, we've got, we've got someone in the chat. Her name is Alice, who was trying to distinguish what your accent was. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I apparently don't have that bad an accent, but whatever. Um, apparently, you sound like a mix of a Scottish bloke and a Geordie. Yeah. Well. Uh, my dad was in the navy, so we used to travel around every two years. So I ended up with, I ended up with accents from all over because we spent time in the, the west coast of Scotland, spent time in the east coast of Scotland, spent time in some of England, and spent time in Hong Kong, where everybody was English. So I ended up speaking with, speaking with an English accent when I came back. In fact, when I came back from Hong Kong, I went back to school, and um, I couldn't understand my classmates because they were all speaking in a broad West Coast accent, and I couldn't pick it up. It took me about two weeks to understand them again. They just spoke so fast. (laughs) Anyway, so that's kind of where we are just now. Um, It's it's quite tough. It's quite tough going. I'm obviously trying to look for some work as well, so I'm looking for stuff to do online. So if anyone's needing any websites or anything done, give me a shout. Um, if they need if they need anything to do with IT project management, I, I've got a, a master's in IT and I'm, I'm plugging myself here. But yeah, yeah he's, any, he's drunk and he's touting for work. Anybody that needs any work, then give us a <laughs> shout because we could use some dosh. Or if anybody wants to contribute to either of our campaigns, then feel free. Um, you can always buy me a coffee and you can cons- you can contribute to Descent Media and you can buy Ben a coffee as well. Yes, so, give me give me money. I'm really fucking poor after building that website. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you. No, I, I'm joking. I, I would never want anybody to donate to either of us if they couldn't afford it. it. Absolutely not if they couldn't afford it. No. So... So that's where we are just now. Um, Do you like my website? Yeah, yeah. I had a look at it, um, pardon me, last night. And it looks good, mate. It looks good. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, still, I'm still working well, out how to see the analytics. We need to cross link and I'll, you can advertise mine and I'll advertise yours. www.descentmedia.co.uk Really fucking easy. And John has frozen on the screen again. <laughs> Am I still frozen? I'm back. He's back. 
www.descentmedia.co.uk. Where where can they find you, John? They can find me at https colon slash slash chasingliberty.life. So actually, all you need to type in is chasingliberty, all one word, dot life. Yeah, and that's where you'll be able to find, uh, as well as all good podcast providers, the audio version of this absolute car crash of a show. Yeah, this has been a bad one so far. Um, and, uh, and, and nothing to do with you, my good sir, or um, or the content, but probably more to do with the fact that we keep dropping out and I'm babbling incoherently. So what can actually happen is when he actually wakes up tomorrow morning with a sore head because he's hungover. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. But where he can he can edit out all the bad bits, or he can leave it in if he's still got my audio, laughing my fucking head off. <laughs> Basically, uh, I'll probably just leave it in. Um, to be honest, this is the kind of show that, warts and all, is better than you know trying to make it a polished rendition of two idiots sitting talking to each other. Well, well, this is it. And also, you know, there are people watching this live as it happens anyway, so everyone else must enjoy it <laughs> in the same way. I mean, they, I will say those watching it live, um, they have they have video. They can see a big John and a tiny little me up in the corner here. <laughs> a tiny... a very, big, a very big John. I think I put on a bit two stones since I left. <laughs> which is not a good thing. So um, any... any uh, Feedback from the chat room, and then they're wanting this week. Um, is there anything anybody wants? This they're all just talking about your accent. Um, they're all trying to to say they've heard the bit of Geordie in there now. Um, now I've been told to get you to say book. Book. There we go. There you go, Jessica. That is that is that is what 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 what. what, what I, I told you I was thinking of writing a book. Although Andrew here, who is also Scottish, um, when you froze, you looked super happy. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and Andrew was just like, he looks happy. <laughs> <sighs> so, yeah, um, aren't they doing the whole COVID passport in France now? Well, apparently not. Apparently that's been dropped. Because I'm, I'm hearing it's it's going, it's coming, oh. it, it's happening. I'm I'm hearing rumblings that, that your euro, uh, your European uh, pass is going to happen. It's going to occur. So I I heard, I've got conflicting reports, shall we say. So we have on one hand them saying that Europe is looking for this pass, the COVID, yeah. the COVID pass. But France, as such, isn't vaccinating anyone. <laughs> and I remember you telling me that, that you go past vaccine centres and they're just dead. Yeah, well, uh, we passed one yesterday. There's one in the middle of the, the town here and there's just nobody there. Nobody oh, did you, going speaking of vaccine centres, did you see the picture I put up a few days ago? The one that's opened up inside a mother care shop. Oh, no way. <laughs> oh, that's... yes. And they've still got the giant mother, because obviously mother care went bust. Um, yeah. But they've still got this giant fucking mother care sign over the building. And the building is massive, right? And underneath this tiny little yellow sign that now says COVID-19 vaccination centre. And I just had to take a picture because I was like the fucking oh, irony. That's crazy. Um, I've got a question for you here uh, from yep. Sauron. says, what, uh, in, in the part of France you've now travelled to, what are the local restrictions for you, travel, mask shopping, etc.? Right, travelling, none. Okay, so no no travelling restrictions. You can go anywhere you like now. Um, we've been 
as I said, we've probably done about a thousand kilometers in the last week all over. We went out to the Ile de la Olarion. That was nice. Um, it was a, it's a kind of island just out in the Atlantic. Um, really nice. Weather was fantastic. Um, we've been we've been down to La Rochelle. We've been down as far as Brantome. That was lovely as well. Um, so traveling, no problem. Um, if you're outside, you don't require a mask unless you're in a specified city or town centre where they usually have signs up saying you know masks required. For instance, like Brantome has a has a what's it called a a fet. Not a fit. Uh, a market every Friday, and you've got to wear a mask in the market. But people are now starting to drop them outside, yeah. and and this is good because French, for some reason, have been really rule followers when it comes to masks. So they're, st- mm-hmm. they're starting to drop their masks. You've still got to wear them inside shops, and most people will wear them, and um, no, people will get pulled up. You will get pulled up if you try and go in a shop without a mask. Hey, Ed, I'm talking to the dog, not the wife. <laughs> um, I I have only ever worn a mask to this level. Yes, my, you've said before. My nose has never been uh, covered, and I keep my mouth firmly closed if I've got one on while going in and getting the stuff and getting out. And I've never actually been pulled up, so it's... It's starting to relax. Um, so that's masks. That's travelling. Um, events, there isn't any as such, but cafes and bars and things can now open with uh, outside you know, outside um, dining, much like right. we had in the UK. And they're, they're um, pretty well done. We did have, as I said last week, we had this kind of minor revolution when the old guy came into that. Yeah, there was bar without the mask last uh, week, and that was good. So we're starting to see things like that more and more. So I think the French are—they're starting to get it. Um, I think they're fed up with the whole thing, like most people are. And I'm hoping that they'll get to the point when they go, "Fuck it!" You know, this is ridiculous. Well, I can't believe we weren't at that point uh, 12 months ago. To be honest, yeah, um, I know. But but there are still there are still so many people that just believe the fucking narrative. They believe the line, right? And, and no matter how much you try and you know push them, I mean, I released a two minute video earlier on on Twitter. Um, just to, I'll explain what I said there for anybody who didn't see it. Um, just explaining to people how their compliance is extending everything, right? Because you'll get them, right? I'll, I'll just give you an example. People will, will attack me quite often and they'll say, you're not following the rules, therefore you're extending the restrictions, right? However, the only thing extending the restrictions are the cases, right? And the cases are only coming from people who are getting tested. Now, uh, I know that me, you, and probably every fucker in my chat right now do not get tested. So how can we, how can, how can we be adding to the restrictions when we're not fucking doing, we're not, we're not giving the data for people to go, ah! So basically what these people are doing is they're building their own goddamn cage. They're locking themselves in it. And then they're pointing at us who are trying to tell them what they're doing and going, it's your fault. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's crazy. I mean, <laughs> I just can't. 
I cannot get my head around this testing business. No, I can't. Why you know, I, I, I mean, do you, I, you don't test for the flu? You don't test do for HIV? Used, do you remember what we used to do with people who thought they were sick all the time? We used to get them fucking mental health treatment. Get, now we're telling to get, them to do it. Yeah, I know the doctor would go, get the fuck out of here. I've got more better things to do than waste my time with you. Now we get now we now we, we literally have bus stop posters in England a few months ago saying act like you've got it. What do yeah. you think that's doing to someone that's being treated for hypochondria? What yeah. do you think that's doing to them? That is fucking that that's like Christmas come early for them for fuck's sake. <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah. oh, oh, I've got carte blanche to do this. And do you know what? There will be people that, that unfortunately for the rest of their lives will be afraid. And that's genuinely the case. And like you said, then you've got people like me and you fucking licking door handles trying to catch this shit. <laughs> I mean, my co-host, who co-hosts with me a couple of times a week, Jessie, right? She came down with it. She worked in care home. She came down with it about six weeks ago. And do you know what she did? She grabbed her partner and she started kissing him. <laughs> and he didn't get it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just nuts. But that, you know that's the whole. That, but that, that that actually brings us back to something you said earlier. Somebody you'd read something out earlier, and that's back to that whole terrain and and germ theory. I mean, right. they're both theories: the germ theory, germ theory and terrain theory. And and there is, I mean, even Pasteur apparently was thinking maybe he made a mistake when he put everything behind germ theory, and. and there is something to be said for terrain theory. Yeah. So it's the it's your your environment that causes it, and not something that you catch. You know. Yeah, I saw Arms just put a link in the chat. I'm just going to click on it. The video will go away for two seconds. I'll move it onto the other screen. Yeah. Give me two seconds. Um, or I won't. Oh, there, there, there it is. Give me a second. I'll move the whole thing onto the other screen. Are you doing a whole kind of, you know, um, L'Oreal, I'm worth it type thing with your hair and your fan and all that? Right, you know, the... Are you putting in some product placement here? Five minutes before I came uh, up into the up into the hovel, I was um, I, I, I was in the shower. And so throughout, throughout the show, my hair has just been drying, right? And then the fan is casually wafting it around. Yeah, now it's got to that point where you can kind of tell what the condition has done to it. It's getting bouncy, and now the fucking yeah. fan's wafting it around. Yeah. Right. Uh, welcome to Chosen Descent, sponsored by L'Oreal, because he's worth it. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, uh, and I'm so worth it that you can go to gofundme.com forward slash Descent Media and help me fund this shit. Um, uh, uh, here we go. Uh, oh, God, this this is one hell of a sore arm. What have you given me? Like the Daily Mail, right? Yeah. It's, it's, the website is not responding. And the reason it's not responding is because there are far too many adverts on it. And yes, I don't have ad blocker because I'm an idiot, right? But um, the, the, the Daily Mail have stacked their site now with just ads galore. They pop up everywhere. Uh, with, with regards to uh, www.descentmedia.co.uk, currently there are no adverts running on our page at all. Uh, but there may be if we can't um, continue to fund things through donations. It just it depends. Like Because at the end of the day, I am working a 60 to 80 hour week on Descent Media and uh, my family got to eat. So we've got to make some money from it somehow. 
um and i won't i won't be um you know people attack me for 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 trying to make an income of 60 to 80 hours work a week but um where else do they expect me to make a living from well if you're putting on that kind of time you don't have time to go and get another job do you no, exactly, and I, you know, I, I, I am, I, 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 I don't know how, how, how much I can stress that I am one man. I have built all of this up from scratch. The only thing I have not done myself is the website, which my friend Adam, a good friend of the show, good friend of the channel, has uh, kindly been donating his time to. And no matter how much I try and pay him, he won't accept it. So uh, there's, there's that. Um, but but I, I have I've worked fifteen months on this brand. Um, it, started yeah. off, it started off as the Ministry of Dissent, and then I grew up a bit. So um, <laughs> you know, people used to say, "Why'd you call yourself that?" And I was like, "Because it sounds cool as shit, and I'm immature." But um, <laughs> yeah, so um, uh, and yeah, I am working all that time on this. I mean, the five minute video that we released on the website this morning, uh, which is sort of an overview of the last year and some of the work we've done. Just that five-minute video alone took me eight hours to make. You know, it's yeah. it, people don't understand what goes on behind the scenes to build something like that, especially when you're just one person. Um, and, and everything has to be advertised myself. Like, so I have to put out all the tweets and all the all the other social media posts to direct people to these things. I have to go and collect the footage for the videos that I'm making. Uh, nobody, nobody collects footage for me. Um, it, oh, it's yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, mate. And I mean, you, you would hope that you will reap the benefit and get rewarded for it. But you know because what? I've always said this... I don't want to be rich. All right, I just want to be able to feed my family and take them on holiday a couple of times a year. Yeah, And and you know what? This is more of a public service than the BBC. Yeah. At the moment, because all you're getting on mainstream media is propaganda. Oh, absolutely. So, Certainly on their news sites. I mean, we are not put, well. I suppose we are kind of encroaching onto the entertainment with the kind of comedy effect. But we're generally we're generally providing reliable. Well, not we are we are providing reliable sourced information that can be fact checked and found to be correct. The BBC, the government, all the rest of the MSN are putting out opinion pieces that they say are fact-checked, and when you really dig into them, most of them are found to be wrong. And you know what? The the, the fact-checkers, the quote-unquote unbiased fact-checkers, like people like Full Fact, the second you yeah. go, you start following the money, you find out that they are they are funded by people like the Bill and Melinda Gates yep. Foundation yep. And, and people like this. So you don't really, once once you start following the links of money, you, you, you kind of wonder how independent these people are. Like, for example, um, I don't know if you saw, but I've started a pretty much a crusade against a doctor. Um, her name is Dr. Julia Grace, I think. Give me a second. I'm just scrolling through my Twitter. Yeah, Dr. Julia Grace Patterson. And I started it yesterday. She uh, she runs a, a, a quote unquote not for profit called uh, Every Doctor UK. Oh, and, is this yeah? Is this this one that says she's managing like forty nine thousand doctors in the UK or something? Well, I don't know, but what she is actually doing is selling masks. All she yeah. is doing, all she is doing, is selling masks. Um, and she created a controversy yesterday on the hashtag masked sheep. She created that controversy. Um, yeah. and got it trending uh, said that oh my god someone's called me a hashtag mar sheep well if I'm a hashtag mar sheep blah 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 and then saw she started so yeah I'm here 
but um, she she started um started pushing her masks again, like uh, and uh, saying you know um uh, variants are more dangerous uh, at the moment. She's going. This is this is a blue tick doctor on Twitter. She's going variants are dangerous. She's going um uh, yeah, masks can really help in the fight against COVID nineteen, and um please go to every doctor and buy your mask. She's selling her masks for twelve pound each, by the way. Right? Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, twelve pound each, right? right. I, and the reason I've been going at her, you can see the tweets I've been posting them, is nowhere on her website does it suggest that masks help against COVID nineteen. And yeah. I, I, I want her to make that claim. I want yeah, her to make can't. that claim because the second she does, I will sue the living shit out of her personally. Right, because yeah. it's not true. She knows it's not true, and uh, that's why she's not responding to me as well. Right, because yeah. I keep telling her, I dare you, I dare you, Julia, to put it on your website that your masks help against COVID nineteen. She won't do it. Of course, no, she, she won't, won't do it because basically she's using her position as a doctor, um, and then using these tweets in which she's saying these things to sell a product that she knows is essentially cotton wool snake oil. Mm. Um, and as far as I'm concerned, she should be struck off. Yeah. Because, yeah uh, as far as I'm concerned, she should be struck off because she is quite frankly lying to people, lying, misleading, and using her position as a registered doctor to do so. So People put their trust in her because I'm a doctor and I run a not-for-profit called Every Doctor, right? And she's she's selling them snake oil. She's 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 a bullshitter. And how the General Medical Council have allowed this to be going on for almost a year? She's been doing this for a year because right at the beginning of the pandemic, she came out and she quit publicly she made a big public spectacle about it i quit the nhs because matt hancock isn't giving us enough ppe now she's selling masks yeah yeah it's been one big money-making snake oil racket and, you know what uh, follow the money but is it right and, uh, and we go on there uh she's put the, put the link here so we go on, on to the link and um it says right at the bottom we are a doctor-led, um, we're a doctor-led campaigning organisation. Right? What are you campaigning for? Listen to this. This doesn't um, say anything, but we're doing this to put money in. Our, this is word salad that she's written to say that we're paying ourselves. It says every purchase helps every doctor's work to speak out for doctors and our colleagues in the press. Right? Why? Why do you need to be paid to speak out in the press? Right? Support medical staff working hard to protect patients. So that's us, we're doctors. And ensure the NHS has the resources it needs. What does that mean? That's word salad to say we're the doctors and we're pocketing this money. That's all that is. And, um, oh, John, you've muted yourself. Yep, you're right. Sorry. And then even better, even better. When we get to the bottom of her website, I'm going to put it up to the camera just so people can, uh, well, to prove that this I'm not lying about this. Our face coverings are not intended for medical use and are not to be worn in medical settings. 
tremendous. <laughs> yeah. 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 At 12 quid a pop. What at, you 12, at 12 quid a pop, it's a fashion item. Yeah. It's a fashion item. And uh, you, you read, like, you read some of these, these I'll, I'll read you a listing, right? And nowhere on this listing will it say anything about COVID-19, right? Double-sided uh, face covering, black stripe pattern, protect NHS workers, light blue. As the culmination of our protect NHS workers a campaign, our new mask displays the slogan proudly. This new merch is a way for you to share in our calls for accountability and justice for every NHS worker. What does this bullshit even mean? What does this even mean? Yeah. It's a double-sided, one-side patent, one-side plane. And with a pinchable nose bridge, each face covering is hand-sewn, so it has a unique colour pattern. We've deliberately chosen some bold patterns and soft fabrics, knowing how sore some faces have been getting. John's gone frozen again. He'll be back in a minute. Yes, he will. Good thing I'm able to hold this. Uh, and he's back. He's back. Oh, look, I can see him. He's 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 doing some sort of making. Yeah, I'm back. Um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the the long ties make the face. What is it? I'm meant to do. Is it? Oh no, it's, that's it. That's it. Right. I I don't know. I don't know what you're doing. Apparently, it's the Masonic M. Right. Apparently. It's, I, I, it's just spot with epilepsy, isn't it? Um, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Or dyslexia, even. Yeah, so the long <laughs> the long ties make the face coverings comfortable to wear, and the triple layered soft fabric is a joy to wear for long periods. Right, so it's breathable. It's breathable. It's, it's breathable, and it's going to stop the spread of respiratory virus. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, the our suppliers are a British collective of textiles workers who have been left unemployed in their former roles by the COVID nineteen pandemic. So basically, they're they're people who have been made redundant because of the fucking fake lockdowns. Yeah, yeah, and she's. Pro- I don't know. And this is a doctor. This is a doctor. <sighs> you know, on Twitter with a blue tick, and and it's look. It's the, the language she uses. Right? Look how loaded this tweet is. It says, please take the new COVID variants seriously. Please keep wearing masks. We've been wondering about stopping making hours. They're made sustainably and we don't like waste. But with the Delta variant accelerating, masks are so important as things open up. And then she puts a link to her shop. You tell me that that is not fucking bullshitting and snake oiling the public into buying her shit. Yeah, of course it is. That's she exactly is using, what it is. She is using her position as a doctor to commit what I would actually say with this tweet here is provable fraud. This tweet yeah. here, this tweet here is provable fraud. Just because she doesn't directly say the words. Uh, our mask protect against COVID-19. There is enough grey area within that tweet to say that is exactly what she's inferring. And she then she's got certainly a- she's certainly implying though that the that purchasing a mask will benefit the NHS. Now I don't see how that can be if she's not part of the NHS. No, she quit. She quit. Yeah, exactly. But, so but she's she- implying some of the stuff you read out from the website implies that buying a mask from her will aid the NHS. So unless she's spending money, you know, unless she's donating money to the NHS, that's an outright lie and would prove the fraud. But, but, the, but the thing is, like I say, I'll just read this tweet again. 
And the explication is, is clear. It says, please take the new COVID variant seriously. Please keep wearing masks. We've been wondering about stopping making hours, but with the Delta variant accelerating, masks are so important as things open up. And then it's a link to the shop. That is an implication, in my view, that is a direct implication that buying a mask from her will stop the spread of COVID. Yeah, yeah. And it won't. No, it won't. Um, it, it, it won't. It, it won't. And she knows it. And, and that's why I've been publicly challenging her repeatedly to put that claim at the point of sale, to put yeah. the point of sale that her masks are going to stop or slow the spread of COVID. And you know what? Her supporters, a few of her supporters have attacked me. And then I've just turned around and said, what are you talking about? Put the fucking claim on the website. And yeah. if it's true, She's not committing fraud, and if she is, if she, if she, if it's not true, then I can do her for committing fraud. Either way, you know, as far as I, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned, this is a doctor. This is the most disgraceful thing. I think the most disgraceful thing I have seen throughout all of this is yeah. this woman using her position as a doctor with a blue tick on Twitter to absolutely lie to the public and infer that her products are protecting against the respiratory virus when she says no such thing. In fact, she says this is not a medical product. It should not be used in medical settings. And uh, she she knows. She knows that she's bullshitting people. She knows it. Yeah, she is. Oh, absolutely crazy. Right. I'm um, I'm tired. I'm tired of all this. It's just I am doing too. Nothing. I am um, too. It's, it's just absolutely disgusting i'm hoping that um things will change but it's really getting me down now I, i've, I've been feeling so deflated all day man absolutely i've been feeling i've been i've been literally counting down the minutes to this chat because i knew it might cheer me up a bit no um, sorry <laughs> no no I, I, i'm gonna be completely honest with you it, it's, yeah. it's it's been great i've been smiling you know um good but to, but but after what fucking arsehole piece of shit fucking war criminal fuckstick cunt rag fucking Tony, oh he's just a horrible horrible man. And to be honest, there is not a politician in there that is worth their salt. Not no. one of them. No, there's not, not one of them. Not even the ones that even pretend a little bit. But they're 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 all voting the same way. They're all yeah. complicit in what is the biggest travesty. Of uh, of of government that has been inflicted on the people of the UK ever. This is just a disgrace, an absolute disgrace. Yeah, uh, it's it's it is, it is, man. And um, I feel so on edge now that they they're trying to come for the children as well. You know, thankfully yeah. my thankfully my children are under twelve. But how long until they go down the list? Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, it won't be long. And I, I'm I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna lie to you. At that point, if they try and come forcibly do anything to my children, I will get violent. I will get violent. It's as simple as that. Yeah. They're my children, and I decide. I, yeah, I mean, there's been a few. There's been a few tweets this week, and and basically, my answer to questions as to what happens next is insurrection's the only way forward. I agree. Uh, you know what? And we shouldn't be saying this out loud. We shouldn't no, we be shouldn't. saying this. But but what what else is there at this point? You know what else is there at this point? And and um, I've never advocated violence. I don't 
personally want anybody to go and commit violence. Um, I, I'm not going to call for that. But mm-hmm. what poll tax? There, there needs to be a poll tax moment. Yeah, and yeah, I, I think so. I, I can I can see in my local community the tension rising. Um, my grandmother, uh, she's 76 years old. She ditched her mask two days ago. I said, I'm never wearing one again. Got herself a lanyard. Um, she's 76. She's double jabbed for fuck's sake, right? And she's just yeah. like, why, why am I doing this? And, yeah, and, exactly. uh, and I, I think there's coming a boiling point um, that, that I think once that sort of genie's out of the bottle and people snap, and they will, um, yeah the government are not going to be able to put that genie back in the bottle, put it that way. Yeah. Um, Alice says here, we need an outlaw colony in the woods. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, probably. We probably I, I, I need to do what you're doing. I need a fucking RV. I need to get the fuck out of here. I'm stuck here. Like we, we were talking yesterday, right? If, if I, I, I now have uh, about 106 pounds to my name, sorry, I just not like I'm getting anywhere, you know. Yeah, I know. I it's, know. Uh, you know, uh, you're you're a lucky man, and I, I don't begrudge what you're doing at all. I think brilliant, go for it, right? Keep 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 on keeping on, but um, there is a hint of jealousy there. That's <laughs> just just a hint of jealousy there. But I've quit my job to build a, a media department and the financial uh, pitfalls that come with it. So um, <laughs> we'll, we'll see how it goes, quite frankly. Uh, but, um, yeah, no, um, I, I'm guessing you're you're on a site, aren't you? You're on an RV site. Yeah, well, we're in a, we're in a B&B that offers pitches. So oh. one of our friends has put us up, kind of. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Gaza says, just get the fuck out of the UK, Ben. The country's fucked. Yeah, but I've got nowhere for my kids to sleep. I would if I had yeah. somewhere, you know, I can't just put my kids, that's how, that's, that's, my, that's my only problem. I've got nowhere yeah. for my kids to sleep. I mean, Gareth, right, lucky bastard, sold his house, he's off to Florida on July 2nd, he's never coming back. He's doing the yeah. right thing, he's doing the right What's thing. What's he doing? Is, is he winging it or is he, when he gets there, is he just going to wing it or has he actually got proper immigration status or anything? Uh, well, you've just asked, we'll wait for him to reply in the chat. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not 100% sure, but I know his sister sold her house, and they're going as well. Hey, good luck. Good luck. Right. Uh, I think. Uh, I think we're going to have to call it a night tonight, mate. I I, I. I. I agree. Right. So next Sunday, we'll yeah. be back seven. Here. Seven. Yeah. Let's move to seven. Get over. Right. Okay. Because remember, I'm. I'm an hour ahead of you anyway. He's an hour ahead of me, and he's 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 an hour ahead on his own drinking. So, yeah, um, <laughs> so he, he needs he needs to be slightly more coherent before we uh before we uh yeah do this thing. But next Sunday, seven p.m. British time, eight p.m. French time will be um episode three of Chasing Descent with me and John, and maybe we'll be on a different fucking. Uh, thing so that you can actually see us both so i'm just not the little thing dancing around yeah. in the corner up here yeah we'll see what um, we can do then. No, we, might, we might get zoom john yeah i, I uh, i've i've well put it this way i've actively tried to stay away from zoom i'm like i don't want to use that shit but i might have to now but um <laughs> yeah yeah so okay uh, right john, so, sign off yep it's good night from me um good night from me 
and it's goodnight from Ben, who is still looking like he's in some kind of makeshift tent composed of fabric. Look, look, it's a shitty cupboard. Oh, right? my God. It's, right. a shitty, it's a shitty cupboard that I built a stud wall to double the size of. That's nearly as bad as Matt Hancock's toilet. Well, you say that's nearly as bad as Matt Hancock's toilet. Matt Hancock can afford his toilet. I can't afford this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, everybody right. say good night. So good night, John. Good night, everyone. And I'll speak to you again next Sunday at 7.30. 7. 7. Liberty on my conditions.